Nick Sainert. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Enrique Alvarez Cleary. If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. Both those open for you the remainder of the show. Got about 30 minutes left in Monday's program, so then we'll... Hand it off to Bach and Big Sky for the water cooler, then on the block with Stricken Bach from, from 4 to 6 p.m. today. And then after that, Nicole Griffith and Jake Sorensen for Ticket Weeknights, 6 to 8 p.m. They'll be broadcasting live from Upside Bar and Lounge tonight, so if you want a place to watch the title game and probably watch Alabama win another championship, head to nah, bro. the Upside Bar and Lounge, 50-cent hard-shell tacos, $1 soft-shell tacos, and $3 house-made margaritas there. Um it's a good time. You get to play Kino. If you show up, I'll play Kino. I'm going to be playing Kino, so you can hang out, play Kino. Never stop playing the game you love. There you go. Um, and and we can win some big money tonight. We need to make that into a t-shirt. I I, I agree. Never stop playing the game you love. Never stop playing. And the also, game you words love. are hard. <laughs> Either way, yeah. It's it's been. A- I got to talk to Big Sky. We got to get some t-shirts for the happy hour. Out we there. do. We do. And shout out Industry Baby. Still going to be a t-shirt. Always and forever. Um. I'm sure there'll be a couple more. All right, so real quickly here, NIL, Rico, started July 1st, I believe, July 1st. Man, I went to college too early. July 1st, 20, how how much would you think you would be I would not, I would have made like a dollar. You would have done the runs app. I would, I definitely would have done the runs app. I probably would have been a barstool athlete. I would have been a barstool have athlete, you, that's a lie. Have you I heard, done that. have you heard what barstool athletes get? Oh yeah, they get like a t-shirt. They get a t-shirt and then they have to put it in their bio that says barstool athlete. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have been a barstool athlete, that's garbage. Um, Either way. And yeah, I'm going to say that, I don't care. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I would have tried to partner with like the local like gaming establishment that we had in Kearney, but I don't know how much they would have really cared for a for a track athlete Good point. at a little old UNK to... You know, asking for some money to promote them, they would be like, "Yeah, we don't care." Yeah, it makes sense. All right, so Caleb Williams, th- this came out the other day that he was offered one million dollars to go to Eastern Michigan to play quarterback by former Eastern Michigan quarterback Charlie Batch. So, here here's what I'll say about NIL. And there's been a lot of talk on other shows about NIL. Rico and I have kind of stayed away from it, but. Look, if I was the head coach of Eastern Michigan, he would have gone because yeah. I was the coach of Eastern Michigan on NCAA 14. We won a national championship in year two. Either way. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> All right. Either way, I think institutions are starting to find a loophole in this because there are ways that it really feels like there are schools paying to play, right? And that's not what this is about. This is about name, image, and likeness. And the way that they're kind of using this is they're finding boosters and businesses to sponsor these athletes and basically give them money, obviously, not only to represent their brand, but play for the university. And mm-hmm. they're using that as uh, ways to lure athletes to schools is NIL money. Leverage. Leverage. The, maybe the that's money a better is word. A leverage. Like I, I think about, 
Like, I think about the deal with DJ Uyunglele and Dr. Pepper. Like, I know you said that right, but it still sounds wrong. DJ Uyunglele. So, there's... I understand that, like, he signed the deal with, with Dr. Pepper, but you saw him in, like, two commercials. Like I mean, two that's more, fans, that's two more than he would have been able to do before. You're right. You're right. But and, and that's not necessarily tied to... And he uh, probably would have been to, in more if they would have played well. Oh, that's interesting. Like, if they would have played better... Does their record decide how often they're in a commercial no i mean they still paid him and they still got him in the commercials but i feel like you would have seen you would have seen the commercial more if they were playing better because dr pepper would have been like yeah like this guy and clemson are number one let's get this out there people are going to be like yeah well i mean people would drink dr pepper like anyway so it's water it's fine uh so they would have been like yeah this is cool this guy is playing for the number one team in the country and he likes dr pepper so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. drink more dr pepper you know weird stuff like that that commercial or uh, companies are like yeah we're gonna put this in the commercials what people are gonna think but like alabama i mean you probably see all those commercials down in tuscaloosa or down in in alabama on Mm -hmm. like local programming or stuff like that because it's more the local stuff than you see the the, the, the the college players with the national stuff because the national companies are still going with the professional athletes because they're still yeah. more household names like you 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 still see you know the Tom Brady's the the Steph Curry's the LeBron James and all these commercials because they're the guys with the bigger names right now they've been they've been doing it for a while you know these college kids are are good for one two three years and then they're going professional and then somebody else might scoop them up so. It's it's one of those things where you're not really going to see them nationally, but locally you might see, you know, more things. Like, you know, going to the mall, you see Borsheims, you see Lexi Sun's picture over there. Yeah. I mean, she might be in, like, you know, other other Borsheims around the country, but I feel like more locally that's kind of what it was going with. Um, but the whole pay-to-play, it's – I don't want to say every college, but most most colleges have at least one, two – very wealthy boosters that are giving them a lot of the money in the first place to to supply them with gear and 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 you know scholarship money what have you. So those guys or gals turning around and giving that money to the players is going to be available at at just about every school. It's still going to come down to the bigger name school and who has a better chance for that player to to win a championship or to get their name out there so they can make it professionally and make more money. So it's not all going to come down to NIL money and who can pay the most because you're not going to see, you know, five, five-star athletes flip from, from, I don't know, Texas A&M to, to Texas just because Texas has more booster money. No, they're still going to go to A&M because A&M has a better chance of winning than Texas does. We got this te- text earlier during uh, Vershawn's show, and I, I, this is why I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. So they so they asked, how is paying a kid a million dollars to come play for your school, name, image, or likeness? You want to pay a player to come p- play for your school, don't call it NIL. That's not what it is. NIL is meant to help the college athlete. That's exactly what I'm kind of meaning, is there are ways that institutions are... Once again, as a refresher, universities and institutions cannot that like as part of nil you cannot be involved in this Mm -hmm. they cannot be um they have to obviously the the athlete has to report it to the university and the university has to allow whatever deal is going on to be made but there is like this is where i'm saying it, it makes it feel like it's wrong 
but in a in terms of a legal sense, as of right now, it's legal. Yeah, as long as as long as that player does some type of appearance or some type of of thing for whoever is paying them, mm-hmm. like. But I mean, I, I believe it has to be some sort of business. I don't think Charlie Batch can just you know go out and hand uh, uh, Caleb Williams a million dollar check and be like, yeah, I just want you to sit around somewhere and sign autographs. Like, I don't think that's how it works. It has to be some type some sort type of business that is paying this this player to do something for them make an appearance host a host a camp you know sign some autographs uh uh, uh hang out with some kids for for you know uh, uh a couple hours or something what have you so they actually have to do something to get that money it's not like they're just being handed checks and it's like hey cool thanks bye like mm-hmm. they have to do something with that company yes yeah, so it'll be interesting obviously we're we're still pretty fresh into it, um, six months or so. So we'll we'll see how Nebraska kind of continues to evolve, and also just college athletics continue to evolve. We're hearing a lot about it at college football, and and we'll see how it continues to evolve. What changes the NCAA makes, and, and what changes uh, come about it here in the next couple of months. All right, Rico, real quickly before we get to break, how about this NFL weekend? The this NFL, last weekend? The NFL weekend in week 18. It's so weird. Jaguars beat the Colts. <laughs> Cost themselves a playoff <laughs> yeah. spot. Come on, man. Yo, Carson Wentz, what are you doing? Come on, man. <laughs> 49ers win in overtime over the Rams to get into the playoffs. Apparently the Rams lost people a lot of money. I'm sure. The Dolphins beat the Patriots. Then and fired, then they fired their head coach. Then they, <laughs> then they fired Brian Flores. Which is just weird. The Bucks blew out the Panthers. Mike Evans gets over 1,000 receiving yards for the eighth straight season. Look at him. Consistency. Remember, Antonio Brown was asking who's better than him. Yeah. Ain't nobody better than him. They're, they're, they are, for a moment there, they were banged up at the wide receiver position because Mike Evans went out and Chris, Chris Godwin's Godwin out was for the up. year. Yeah. Chris Godwin's out for the year. I mean. They have like a dude who didn't play football, like a guy who was a track athlete, I think for like Florida State or something. As one of their receivers. He's doing really well, but like he didn't play football in college. Unreal. It's just, it's wild. Um, And then Big Ben's career, staying alive, then almost dying. So upset. And then resurrected. And then staying alive. Then it resurrected. My man's rose from the coffin like Undertaker, somehow. And and paired with that, the Raiders-Chargers game was just wild. If Tyler Huntley wasn't the damn quarterback. Are you in the boat that... The Raiders changed their game plan after the Chargers called a timeout. I I didn't watch that. What happened? Okay. I didn't watch that game. So the Raiders came out in overtime, right? They mm-hmm. they both score a field goal or whatever. The Raiders on like the Chargers forty yard line or something, forty five. So bare, not even in field goal range, just mm-hmm. on the cusp of field goal range. It's tied at thirty two. Okay, so then it's like third down. The Chargers call a timeout. With 32 seconds left or something. Okay. For no reason. The Raiders were clearly running out the clock. Clearly. Like they, were they didn't care. They were the like, middle. we're going to tie it. They're going to tie. We're both going to the playoffs. We're all good. Yeah. Chargers call a timeout with like 32 seconds left. And then the Raiders, who were showing shotgun formation before the timeout, mm-hmm. come out in I formation or, or under center, run it first down up to like the 32-yard line. Mm-hmm. They kick a 40-some-yard field goal for the win. But there's a lot of talk that Derek Carr said that, you know, the timeout changed their way of thinking and everything like that. But the thing is... They were probably going to pass it. They said that they were thinking about kneeling it. 
Austin Austin Eckler was talking to a Raiders dude after the game and was like, "Were you guys going to kneel it?" And the guy was like, "Yeah." No, but here's if the thing: you were they were gonna, in the shotgun formation. If you were going to kneel it, you're still going to kneel it after that. They weren't going to kneel it. They were still going to go for the. I, they were going to pass. I don't it. know, man. They were going to pass it, but then you know they called the timeout and they're like, "I will just run it." And it was kind of like a like it was a pseudo kneel down where they're like, "We're going to run it if we don't get the first down, whatever." Yeah. If we get the first down, well, now we have ourselves a decision to make. So if the Chargers would have stopped them from getting the first, would have been a would have been a kneel down pretty much. They wouldn't have cared. It would have been fine. Yeah, you could have just both, played better defense. You could have both made it to the playoffs. Everything would have been fine. You can't make it that obvious. But it was 32-32. It was a tie. Look, Everybody man. was cheering for the tie. Well, how many yards did they have to get the first down? Like, was it like third and six? Third and seven? Yeah. yeah, they were just running it because it's just they're just running up the clock even more. Nah, man. Look, man, you stop them on that run. They don't get the first down. No, if you don't call the timeout, they don't run the play. Or they, they only run one play, and then they let the clock run out. And you're well, yeah, but Derek Carr saying it changed their way of thinking. They were going to pass it, but if it's incomplete, it stops the clock. Then they have to punt it, and then some crazy shenanigans could have happened. So they're like, you know what? Let's just run it. Let's be safe. If we don't get the first down, whatever. If we get the first down, let's go for the win. They got the That's first down. Just play better defense, Chargers. Don't suck. The Chargers always find a way to lose ball games. You they always wrong. they always find a way to have themselves in a game towards the end of the towards the end of the fourth quarter or overtime in this case, and then they fall apart. And it's the they Chargers should be, way. They should be so much better. Like think about it. We get Big Ben in the playoffs instead of Justin Herbert. Honestly, I'm fine with that. I want to see. Big Ben no fail. Way. I want to see Big Ben fail. No way. Big in the ben, playoffs on the biggest stage. Big Ben's career. I want him to fall apart. Big Ben's career was dead. Then it was alive. Or no, it was alive. It was alive. Then it then was, it was dead. dead. Then it resurrected. Then it was and alive. And it's alive. So. All right. We have Tom on the Honda Lincoln Hotline who is a Steelers fan. Tom. Hello. What's up, right, Tom? How's it going, man? Yeah. Which one of you guys was saying it matters who was quarterback in Baltimore? I did. Just a second ago. I did. If Tyler Huntley wasn't playing, if it would have been Lamar Jackson. Let him talk. Lamar Jackson. What's up? You lost. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's quarterback in Baltimore. You got your number, brother. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even a Baltimore fan, Tom. <laughs> Tom's dead. Oh, he hung Tom's up. Gone. Tom's gone. Tom's gone. Tom's out here talking trash, bro. You got <laughs> swept by the Bengals. What are you talking about? I know they're the NFC North champions, but still. <laughs> Remember yeah. when they had like two wins last year? That's that's funny. Tom Tom Rico is not a Baltimore Ravens fan. And hey, Tom, not gonna lie, like I'm happy that you guys made the playoffs. I would personally just like to see Justin Herbert in the playoffs hey, instead Tom. of Big Ben. Hey Tom, who's your backup quarterback? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> who's New England's? Uh doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Let's take our final time. I think out. it's Matt Caspel. I don't know who he's it is. He's still alive? No, he's not the backup. All right, let's take our final time out. When we come back, we'll talk Husker Women's Hoops and get you ready for the national championship game next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.